So I think more than anything, now is really the time for us to start thinking about the activities that you could do with all this time. And even, I'd like to extend it even to activities that you could actually earn money from. Especially now that the we're in a in MECQ or or I don't know messy. Uh, yeah, it really is messy. Mm-hmm. It really is messy out there. Uh, what do you think of all these these pictures of people going out now and and going to the mall? I have see. I thought it was just you know random people that were doing it. I had friends on my Instagram stories that were going to the mall and having coffee. <laughs> And I was like, what is happening? I think people are looking for a sense of normalcy. And and I think it's also a, a certain level of blind trust. Blind trust in the sense that when the government and the people at the top tells you that it's semi-okay to go out now because, you know, they've they've lifted the, the enhanced community quarantine. It's now modified extended community quarantine now they think that because the government and the the people at the top quote-unquote said so it must be okay to go out and and do the normal things but as with anything if somebody tells you to jump off the building because they've created this new device that could help you fly you don't go on and test that on top of the building you try to do every you know, safety precaution that you could before going out. So I think it's that. And I think honestly, also everyone's just kind of anxious. I think it's, it's just people want to go to the mall to feel normal. They want to get to see people. They want to buy things. They probably have been not have been going out since the ECQ started. So parang naging messy na parang sila, ah, maybe we could go out at this time, but they don't realize that it's just as bad, if not worse. At what point do you think that you're going to have the confidence to go out? When there's a vaccine already or or medicine for it. Honestly, because I, I was at the hospital yesterday and uh-huh. um, I asked my doctor if it, if it was something that we could move, you know, and reschedule. And they were saying that they couldn't because if you've ever gotten an anti-cervical cancer, which I doubt you have... <laughs> I got I got like four of them like <laughs> last week. You're, it was you're supposed yeah. to get three. So the oh, first yeah. one I had a couple of months ago, um, before the whole quarantine started, and I was supposed to have by schedule the one, the second one yesterday, or else the first uh, injection won't have its effect. So I went to the hospital. I was so anxious, and this is why I love Aaron Ataide because he has an amazing uh, sister-in-law named Duela Ataide. <laughs> Who sent me? You love me because of my yes, sister-in-law. That's awesome. It, it just spills over. Um, so she sent me like a face shield and goggles and N95 masks. So I felt like I was really protected before going to the hospital. And it was just, it was crazy. Like life is so different. The My doctor, my OB, uh, she was wearing a, a, a complete PPE suit and, and everything. And she told me wow. that she's an ob So she told me that she gave birth to two women who were positive for COVID and were asymptomatic. Oh. And, and that's the problem, you see. A lot of people have the virus. You and I may have the virus. Yeah. Because we still go out. We still go to the grocery, right? Every two weeks. Um, 
but you're just asymptomatic. Your body's probably strong. That's why you don't have any symptoms. Your your immune system is not is not failing you, but you could pass it on to somebody who is vulnerable. So if there's anything that you have to think about now, don't think about yourself or, or you getting sick. Because if you're young and you're listening to this podcast, you'll probably survive it. I mean, obviously there's a high chance because of the data that we're seeing, but you don't know who you'll pass it on to that will not be able to survive it. So I, I, I think of it now, the way I, I look at it now is remember when we used to do the radio show and when one person got sick in the booth, that means Yes. Everyone got sick. Oh my gosh. Yes. And I hated it because <laughs> I, I, if I heard someone coughing during good times, I'd be like, in four or five days, I'm going to get it. Because at some point, so it's going to pass on to somebody and then yada, 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 yada. So unless there is a, a, a cure, at least, may, we, we might be years away from a vaccine, but maybe a cure that can counteract it. I don't know if I'm going to have the the cojones to go out and have a good time with my friends. I think, you know, what it is, it's not even cure or vaccine. It's just testing that we need. Because I I, I was thinking about it. Like, okay, so they started opening these things. And, and obviously, you know, I'm, I'm, we're one of the younger ones. So we're kind of strong. We could, we could go out there, right? But I'm careful and I'm not, I'm not able to do it because I haven't been tested. I don't know if I'm just asymptomatic. So I was thinking in my head, how do you form a new normal in a new world where people could actually see each other and, and feel safe? And it's just honestly massive testing. So if if you have like because in GMA we were talking about it na you know meron ng bago ngayon na it, the the showbiz industry could actually go on and start with fifty percent amount of people working again in the studios and I was like the only way that you could safely do that is if you make every one of those fifty percent people take a test and then make yes. sure that they stay in the studio for at least mga one week. Parang ganun yung iniisip nila na process that people won't go home to their families. They'll, they'll, they'll do the whole shoot. They test after one week of shooting and then that's when they come back home. That's crazy, right? Yeah, I, it's, it's the same way with, with my world, with my world of sports where the way that they see it now is if a sports league is to come back, that, w- that would mean, you know, the, the players, the staff, the coaching, the doctors, the, the production crew, the anchors, the everything to, to make everything work, you would have to quarantine 100,000 people. And that is a skeletal force. And I was like, what if one person there broke quarantine and, 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 and you know, went on his merry way and messed everything up? Then that means everything is gone. Yep. I, I'm, I'm so, it breaks my heart because sports is such a huge part of my life. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan's The Last Dance, I would have completely lost my mind already. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have accepted that this is the way that things are going to be. And I think the longer we try to, the longer that we tell ourselves that it's not, and we live in denial, I think the longer that this will go. Yep. This is a new normal. You you just have to you have to really realize that this is the kind of world that we'll be living in 
at least until a vaccine comes. And I, I was watching this video from the World Health Organization, and I forgot the name of the guy who was talking, but he was saying that, you know, as scientists, you have to acknowledge that we don't really know when this will be over or if this will ever be over. And yeah. so you have to also consider the the other reality we're in. We just will have to live with this virus the same way that we lived with HIV AIDS. And he was saying, I'm not comparing the two. They're obviously not the same. But we never got rid of HIV AIDS, but we did find new solutions and, and new precautionary measures to kind of keep everyone safer and make sure that they still live healthy lives, even if they've gotten it already. And so I think that's kind of the world that we're living in right now. So hopefully if you are listening to this and if you have the option to stay at home, please do stay at home as long as you can and, and try to think of ways that you can be productive and actually do work while you're staying at home that's precisely why we're doing this episode of the podcast we wanted to do uh well erin atida thought of this great idea called the quarantine bucket list i was watching this show uh because one thing that a lot of people might not know about me is i love magic like actual magic i love magic Magic it is one of my yeah, exactly. And Magic for Humans came out season number three. And one of the topics there was, what is on your bucket list? And I was thinking, okay, I mean, it's a little too grim uh, for a show called Shot of Sanity if we did, oh, what's on your bucket list? <laughs> but I was thinking, okay, what's on your quarantine bucket list? Before this comes to an end, and we don't know when it's going to be. We don't know if it's, if they, if the government says in a week's time, you know what? Screw it. Everybody can do whatever they want. If you guys, uh, you know, go out and whatever, then by all means. Or in like a year's time. So what are the things that you want to be able to do or cross off on a list that you can only do during quarantine? The thing with quarantine is it basically shuts out all the other distractions that you would usually normally have if you were living in the world pre-COVID-19, right? Because, for example, I was telling him, I've always wanted to be vegetarian. And the only reason why I couldn't be vegetarian, the only reason I would tell myself is because I always go on events and I don't want to be that host that demands yes. for a salad when the only thing that was available was... <laughs> The buffet with roast beef in it, which, by the way, was delicious. But had it oh, not yeah. been there, I would be just eating the broccoli. Obviously, obviously, obviously it, it's it's an occupational hazard that we can't go full <laughs> vegan. Exactly, it really is. It's not a, a question of my discipline or you know my commitment to this new thing that I want to do. It's the fault of others. Yeah, obviously. Never yeah, never mind. So okay, so parts. Has there been anything? on your quarantine bucket list that you've actually been able to cross off. And if I may tick one off for you, it's decorating your place. You've yeah. never had the chance to, the time or the energy, or frankly, the, the gusto to design your yeah, own place. And now you do. Pretty much. Yeah. And uh, the one thing, actually, top, top of my bucket list, quarantine bucket list, that uh, I think both of us can really notch on to right now is the fact that we're doing this show yes that's right right i mean we've talked about doing this for so long we've talked numerous times whether inebriated or you know completely <laughs> sober 
we have always said, you know what? Let's just do it. We let's do it our way. Let's do the show the way that we wanted to. And I think that we were able to do it exactly. So I think it's it's great that we finally got to do this show, uh, knocked it off of our bucket list. But if I may add to the bucket list parts, okay. Na, bukod sa being okay. a vegetarian, this, uh, uh, this is what uh, I'll be doing. I want to study a new language, which is probably never gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's why my next question was gonna be what language Spanish. because it's gonna depend. Spanish. Habla español. Yes, mi amo Joyce Printevino. I always wanted to learn Spanish. Mm-hmm. See, si, see. Si. Uh, one thing I I see it, it's also very difficult because like a lot of the things that you want to be able to do, you gotta go out to be able to get them and do them in your house. Mm-hmm. So I I wanted to learn because you know me, I like cooking, but I I cook at like a level one and a half tier. I wanted to like maybe learn how to make risotto or like some really some something a little bit more complex. Uh-huh. I wanted to make maybe get my cooking to that next level. So maybe yeah, I want to be able to cook real risotto before quarantine is done. Because it sounds so saucy. Yeah, that's true. Well, okay, so so this is the reason why we wanted to ask you guys, what are your quarantine bucket list items? Because we wanted to talk about the fact that now we have all the time in the world, perhaps, to do the things that we would always say we do if only we had the time to. Yes, and what, exactly. Right? And what I noticed is that for me personally, the things that I told myself I'd do, if I had the time to, I didn't do for the first <laughs> one and a half month of the quarantine. But here's the thing, Bart. We have the rest of the two years, probably, to figure this out. So I think more than anything, now is really the time for us to start thinking about the activities that you could do with all this time. And even, I'd like to extend it even to activities that you could actually earn money from. Nice. Right? So my friends and I, we were talking about this, uh, my girlfriends and I, and we were saying, okay, what are quarantine business ideas that you could start up right now that will not only help you cope with this new normal, but could also give you some money just a little bit of money yeah. on the side like a side hustle of some sort and if it blows up into something that would be great um so mm-hmm. some ideas that we were talking about if you're an artist like if you're a writer or you're a painter and you have all this time it's so easy now to start painting and start writing and start selling those artworks Tiny ones that you could sell for maybe like 300 pesos to 400, 500 pesos. You could sell to people who are also stuck at home and would want to start decorating their place. Like Erin Atayde. Mm-hmm. That's one. Yeah. Uh, the second one is gardening, right? I have bought maybe, I'm not even kidding you, 12 plants. What? 12 plants since the quarantine started. So I, bu- I bought my mom some plants because I know she also lives in a condo and we need like the outdoorsy feel, right? So those kinds of small business ideas that could be your hobby, right? If you had a hobby and like with Aaron, if he starts this new hobby and this new quarantine bucket list of creating risotto and it becomes the best risotto in town, hey! then he could sell it. You could sell that for like even just 
in your building. You don't even yeah. have to go far. You could just talk to the admin and tell them, hey, I have this this great product. You guys could try it. I'd like to the, the neighbors to try it as well. You know, you could sell it within your building lang or just within your village. So some business. I like ideas, that idea. Right? I like that idea. And and this is this is the time. And I know I I am one hundred percent aware of the the idea that just because you're locked down doesn't mean you need to be productive. And I know that there's a lot of people that feel the, the pressure that they need to be productive. But at the same time, if this is the way that this is going to be going on for, you know, let's say a while, we need to start to conform. Um, I think the one thing that, that a lot of people, and we said it earlier in the show, a lot of people might be looking at this and saying, you know, I can't wait till we get back to the old normal. I can't wait till, you know, we get back to that. We might need to look at this now and say that this is the way. There is not going to be a new normal. Mm-hmm. This is normal. And when we accept that, that's when we become more responsible with our actions. And that's when we become a little bit more forward thinking in our actions. Yeah. So... If you are going out and, you know, having coffee in the mall and not having social distancing and all of that, that is not being responsible because you're still living in the old normal. This is normal now. Let's live in this and let's start to move forward in this. Yeah. And I love, I love what uh, an article that I was reading the other day that said that, you know, a lot of the, the people who have coronavirus, coronavirus, um, are, asymptomatic, are asymptomatic. And so the, the way, the, the, the safest way that you could operate under is as if you already have it, even if you don't yes. know if you have it or not, and actually be as safe as possible and as, uh, you know, as careful as possible. So I think that's the way that we should be going um, with right now. And and look, I know that being productive gets a lot of flack on the internet, especially because mm-hmm. a lot of people say that, you know, you shouldn't be productive. You should just allow yourself to wallow. And I think that was fine for the first two months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I allowed myself to wallow in the first month or first week even, and then I moved forward. Because at the end of the day, you got to survive, you know? For, for people to, who's, to say that it's okay that you feel down and that you're you're really sad and that you can't do anything productive, that's totally fine for a couple of weeks or for a couple of months. But if people still encourage you to be that same way for the next couple of weeks, months, and years that this is going to be our normal, that's not healthy anymore. You have to adapt to survive. That's what you have to remember. Adapting to survive has always been the human way, even if it's not in pandemic, even if it's just evolution and new technology, you have to adapt. If you kept saying no to mobile phones when they started happening, mobile phones and smartphones, and you're like, nope, I'm going to stick with landline. After a couple of years, people won't be able to contact you anymore because nobody uses their landlines. And I think, you know, doing all of these quarantine um bucket lists and business ideas and even just small steps to feel like you are yourself again that will really help you become healthier and happier in the future and don't don't get me wrong i i completely agree with joyce when she said that you know it was okay to wallow in the first month or maybe month and a half and all of that take it from us even we're this far in there are still days where me and joyce wallow at this um, and that's completely okay. 
But just like back in the day, our, the way that we are now, if you were sad back then, you had to get back up and you needed to start moving. Yeah. And that is the way that we are now. You can't just let that wallow and that darkness and that gray cloud that is over you stay there for that long. Uh, this is not false. This is not toxic positivity. <laughs> this is knowing that there is a gray, a gray cloud and, and a shadow over you. And for you to acknowledge it and to, for you to move out of that gray cloud, find some sunshine, and that's where you are. Acknowledge that it's there, but as well as move along. You know, I, I actually did uh, a productivity webinar part that was uh, specifically tailored for people who are working from home. And one okay. of the things that I told them was, if you're feeling down and if you are feeling unproductive, acknowledge that and honor it. If you need to stay in bed the whole day, I guess you have to stay in bed the whole day. You have to cope with that emotion and let yourself feel it to actually get over it eventually. But you have to force yourself to do that meeting for at least 30 minutes. You have to do this show for even just an hour. You have to force yourself to actually do something that is good for you. Because your brain takes note of those 30 minutes and those 45 minutes in an hour where you're actually doing something that's productive. That might not be aligned with your emotions, but it is aligned with your future action. So I think it's just one of those things that you have to really get over. The kind of encapsulate and put it all uh, to, to tie it into a bow, uh, whether it is, you know, learning a new lesson or learning, uh, learning a new language or learning how to make risotto or even for me, going, working out. Working out is something that I battle with every single day where it's like, okay, uh, every night, I know it, every night at about 11.30, I'm, I'm looking at myself and I'm like, all right, we're going to work out tomorrow. We, we got to do this. We got to do this. I wake up and I'm like, I hate this. I'm not going to work out. I'm not going to work out. You know what? I'm going to be lazy. I'm, not, I'm Forget it. And then I muster up the courage and the energy to finally get some sweat in. And while I'm doing it, I remind, I'm reminded every single time, my God, thank you so much that I made myself do this because I feel so much better. Yeah. And I, it's a cycle that I go through every single day. It is not going to be easy. Whatever it is that you want to do, it's not going to be easy. But if it was easy, everyone would do it. Mm -hmm. That's right. So you guys can do it. You just need to have your mind and your body both on the same page that you want to do it. Yeah. I love one of the things that I read before. Um, it said that the geniuses don't wait for inspiration to come. They do the work and then inspiration comes. And nice. I, I love that it applies to everything, whether that's work or working out or even just doing something nice for yourself. You don't want to do those things because you don't feel like doing it. But after or while you're doing it, you realize how good this is for you. This workout Absolutely. is so good for me. This makes me feel so much more energized and so much more relaxed than what I did before actually doing it. So one of the things that we want to remind you during the quarantine 
again, is don't trust your quarantine feelings. That doesn't yes. just mean your quarantine feelings for others. Yes. It also means your quarantine feelings for yourself and your decision-making. Don't make decisions according to your emotions. This is what adulting is. Do not follow your Period. emotions. Period. We can end it. We can end this, this podcast forever. That is it. That that encapsulates everything. That's it, right? Diba? And and I feel like the reason why the reason why people are storming through mall doors, the reason why they're breaking the rules for social distancing, the reason why they're doing all of these technically irresponsible things is because they're following their emotions. And that's the key to adulting. The key to adulting is knowing when it's okay and safe and actually rational to follow your emotions and when you actually have to stop yourself from following your emotions and actually think about the repercussions of the decisions and the wants that you have in your life. Well, that ends adulting <laughs> with Joy Spring forever. <laughs> Just listen to the last t- three minutes of it. And that pretty much solves all of your emotional, mental, and physical problems. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us. It was great. It was great. It was great that we had this. Right when we reached number one, oh, you yeah. ended it. Why did you do that? Why did you do We needed to figure things out more. Oy, but uh, hindi, that was fun. Sometimes, sometimes, merong mga bagay na kailangan mo talagang sundan yung emotions mo, even if it's done. Ah, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree. But I think that even, even more in this, this time and time of, uh, uh, of the world, you know, we have to, we have to overpower our emotions yep. with our, with our mental, you know, uh, analysis of it. Uh, but as well as don't let your mental analysis be the only thing because you do need to have compassion in your heart. Um, so with that being said, I think, I think that, I think we did pretty good. Yep. That's it. Um, we just would like to ask you guys if you have your own quarantine bucket list that you'd like to share with us, whether that's becoming a vegetarian or starting a, uh, your own podcast or becoming the, yeah. the best risotto maker in Manila and trying to beat Erin Atide at that. Please do share them you with will. us with the hashtag adulting with Joyce, putting hashtag shot of sanity and joining our Facebook group. Yes, it is Shot of Sanity SOS uh, podcast on Facebook. Please do send it over there at Joy Spring, at Erin Ataida as well on Instagram and on Twitter. If you like this episode, please do listen to the other ones. If you're new to the community, welcome, and we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Alam. And that's it for this episode. If you'd like to continue the conversation, go to www.joyspring.com. And if you want to support the podcast, go to patreon.com slash adulting with Joyspring. I'll talk to you guys soon. Paalam!